Hi, welcome to AmateurLogic.tv, episode 52. I'm George. And I'm Tommy. And it's good to be back again. This one's a little early, isn't it, Tommy? Yeah, it is. You guys lucked out and got an extra one in between. Yeah, uh, I went over to Gigaparts here last weekend. Yeah, that's when it was. Yeah. Had a big time and got a lot of footage here. And hey, why don't we throw an extra dose out of this month and see if they'll OD. Yeah, speaking of dose, I still hadn't seen my chicken leg. Did you bring we it back? They didn't have chicken legs. They had chicken nuggets. So Chicken nuggets. Uh, they didn't make it all the way on the trip back. Oh, wow. <laughs> I lost them about to old Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> well, we got a lot of stuff to look at here. You know, went over to the store and um, boy, what a great facility. Tommy, let's take a look at some of this video. Well, after a six hour trip, I finally arrived here at Gigaparts. And here's the store. It's a nice looking large building. A lot of hams here in the parking lot. I see that uh, MFJ is going to be on hand here. They have their truck and a tent set up out front here. So let's go on in and see what's going on. You know, Tommy, I was really impressed about how clean it looked inside there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice-looking store. You know, a lot, of, a lot of ham stores have not, you know, they just find a place and put the stuff in there. Exactly, and... Uh, like our candy store here was just, uh, well, it was a candy store, but you wouldn't want to eat off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they had a good selection in there and a, a large computer display, too, and they had some high-end stuff there. I saw some computer parts I'd like to have had. Yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. You know, I go over to Huntsville fairly often. I'm going to have to drop in there. Oh, you got to, man. You got to. A lot of accessories, too, you know, a lot of the little parts and things that are hard to find. They had them right there in the store. Yeah. So it's ham radio gear and computer supplies, huh? Yeah, they originally started as a computer store. And the, the two guys who started it were hams, so it was a yeah, natural. It's kind of a shoe-in, wasn't it? Yeah. I would imagine they probably do more ham radio now than computers. Yeah. I know they're one of the big suppliers. You notice all those boxes on top of the shelves up there? Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go in the back to the showroom, so I, you know, don't tell how much inventory they've got there. Now, this was a little, uh, one of those racing chair things. Oh, it sounds like something Peter would like. Yeah, a simulator? Yeah. Yeah. I built one of those at my last job. Did you really? Yeah. Uh-huh. A race car simulator, huh? seriously. For what? The... Got a, a friend of the lady that owned the business wanted one, so we built him one. Oh, okay. Now, here's the Heil microphone display. They had all the Heil products here, every everything in stock. I think I saw one pegboard hook there that wasn't full, but I didn't know Bob had that many different products. Oh, wow. And the only thing they didn't have was the microphone windscreen I wanted for the uh, PR-22. Yeah. Because it was windy that day. What about the transformers? I, I didn't see those, but I don't yeah. think that's one of the regular items. Now, the MFJ display was uh, pretty well stocked, too. Of course, we know MFJ's got thousands of items, so mm. you know there's no way that everything could be hung on those pegboards there. Oh, yeah. Good selection of books, too. They, they had most of everything that you would want in there. Uh, they had the ARRL books, uh, the W5YI books, plus a lot of others. And I even saw our friend Gordo on the cover. Gordo, yeah, he's everywhere. They also had a lot of those uh, little cheat sheet books, you know, like you can get for the different rigs. What are they called? Nifty guides or yeah. something? Yeah, 
Yeah, they had a good selection of those. And they had the new 2013 ARRL handbook there, too. And I should have grabbed one because I think mine is a 2011. It's about time for another one. Yeah, I need one myself. They had a good selection of those D-Expedition videos that, that you see around every now and then. Yeah. Just about every type of mobile antenna you could want there. And they had a good selection of the various type of uh, wire antennas from radio waves. Yeah, I hear a lot of good things about those. As a matter of fact, I <coughs> talked with uh, Emmett here. We'll see that in a little bit. And Phil was there with the TS-990. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Uh, he left kind of early, but, well, that's a nice-looking radio. Yeah, that's a beauty right there. And Yezu was there as well, but didn't get to, a chance to chat with him either. That estimator looked so real, I wanted to reach up there and thump it and see if it was stuck. <laughs> Mine stays stuck on a nine. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the meter causing that. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we have the new radios there from ICOM as well, the uh, IC7100 uh, that you and I looked at yeah, back in drool, December. Yeah, drool, That's yeah. nice. And they have the IC7410 there. You know, that's the one I've got sitting right up here I've been playing with Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful radio, and too. you're going to take it home with you and play with it a little I bit. I am. I'm looking forward to it. I've been using my uh, A57 for years, but uh, I'm kind of looking forward to playing with something else. I think you'll notice, DSP on it. you'll notice a difference. And they, they had uh, a full range of the ICOM mobiles there as well from uh, HF and uh, 2 meters and dual banders. I see my rig there on the top, and I think that's yours right below it. Yeah, yeah, the 2820. Well, I ran into Ralph here from W4RT Electronics. Ralph, good to see you. Well, thank you. Good to see you, George. Uh, wanted to chat just a little bit about the Alex Loop antennas. What's really funny, I think... Um, uh, and in the amateur radio spirit, uh, although a little bit differently, Alex emailed me and we started a little exchange. And then uh, uh, from here in Huntsville, Alabama, it was a little bit uh, interesting to talk to a fellow from uh, Rio de Janeiro. And uh, he, he speaks English very well, but a definite Portuguese background to it. And we became kind of uh, uh, friendly, and for the last, uh, goodness, two years, uh, he's been with us at our booth at Dayton, representing his uh, little portable antenna. Uh, he's a Yesu 817 user, and uh, did this for himself primarily, and then turned it into a commercial product. And we've been happy to represent him in that endeavor. So this is the Alex Loop right here. It's uh, a little box here at the bottom. Is is this the the tuning unit or just a? So in essence, what we have is a magnetic loop antenna. In the little black box is a capacitor, and uh, you can see the adjustment right here on the bottom. Uh, in keeping costs down reasonably. Uh, the uh, and bearing in mind this is intended for an 817 uh, we have a power limit of 10 watts and uh, uh, the frequency range of 40 to uh, uh, 10 meters 
So uh, this being a loop is a directional. You turn it and you peak the signal you want to talk to, so you're really putting more power in his direction? Exactly. So there is a little bit of a directional quality here. Uh, after really what we like to do is to tune for maximum noise to start on the bottom, and then uh, we could certainly rotate it. Well, what else have you got here? Uh, I see you've got some DSP noise reduction units. We have, uh, again, uh, although we like to make some of our own products and do, and here at Gigaparts, uh, the friendly folks here in our hometown uh, carry most of the products that we make, uh, which are, again, intended originally for the 817 Yesu, and uh, filter products, batteries, and uh, uh, speech compressors for the microphones. But in addition to that, we've made a few, another international connection with a fellow named Graham Somerville in England, and he has uh, a company called BHI Limited, and they do audio DSP products. Happily, we've uh, done those, and I just show the... Uh, 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 the Yesu brochure for the 817 to get a little feel for it. We've installed those audio DSP uh, modules inside several thousand of the 817s and have been doing that now for a number of years. Uh, very successful and uh, much appreciated product. And that lineup has been expanded uh, uh, to not only just the module, but uh, what I call a little black box uh, so that you could do it externally to any receiver, as well as uh, with speakers that have the module built in. So we've been very happy uh, to represent them uh, uh, with that product line. And so this is one of the units right here, I believe. And this is, this is what I was calling the little black box, and it comes right open. And we can see the uh, audio processing module right by my, my finger. And uh, this is the amplified version, and the audio amplifier part of it is a larger part of it. Otherwise, very simple, audio in, audio out, and uh, it needs power to operate. Uh, speaker and uh, headphone switch. Uh, and uh, uh, that's basically a, 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 all there is to it. Are there adjustments on the unit to uh, adjust the amount of DSP noise reduction it's doing? Exactly. And that's uh, done here, either uh, bypass uh, and uh, the level of DSP processing is uh, controlled with this little push button. What we have found is that because it's so easy and there are virtually no controls, uh, that people really appreciate uh, simplicity, uh, and, and it's worked very well. It, it doesn't hurt that they really do work, uh, but that they work so easily makes them uh, uh, a pleasant addition to the ham shack. Okay, well, have you got any of your other products here today? 
Uh, Gigaparts has them, and we have them on our own website. Uh, and most of the other products are in the back of the store. Okay, and that's W4RT.com. Well, thanks for talking with us, Ralph. And uh, you've got some neat stuff here, and I'm glad to see these uh, connections getting these other products here in the U.S. Uh, it, it's just been a, uh, a great pleasure to uh, interact with some fine folks, and uh, it's a nice reminder, I think, that uh, uh, fine folks are outside the USA as well as inside, and it's been a great, uh, great pleasure to uh, get to know some of these people. That's great. Thanks for talking with us. My pleasure, George. Thank you. That was some nice looking stuff, Tommy. The loop, that would be great for portable operation. That little DSP thing kind of caught my eye too. Yeah, that's pretty nice. The the loop, it's uh that's kind of intriguing, man. That's great for a lot of people, you know, emailing us about um you apartment know people yeah, stuff. apartment yeah. dwellers that you know could find space. Yeah, I think that one was forty meters and up, and he did say it was limited to ten watts. So that ten you know, watts, yeah. yeah. Well, 10 watts is better than no watts if you don't have any space to get on the air. That is correct. That's not bad. But that was like a loop of coax there. You could see the two, and I know you'll like this, the gold PL259. Yeah. (laughs) i got to have one of those. Yep. I thought you did. (laughs) Well, I also talked with uh, Emmett there from Radio Waves, and he had some uh, interesting-looking wire antennas. I'm talking with Emmett here from Radio Waves. Good to see you. Emmett Hornsey, W0QH. How are you doing today? Doing fine. There's a lot of uh, vendors and hams here today. And it's a beautiful well, day. A beautiful day in Huntsville. We want to take a look at what you've got. Okay. Well, we've got quite a few things today. Uh, one nice little feature is our folded terminated dipole. A little different than what a lot of people are used to seeing. It's made out of CPVC. It's designed to work everything from 1.6 megahertz all the way up to 10 meters which would be about 50 or 28 megahertz how long is that antenna this is 90 feet long and uh, it works all bands without really having to use an autocoupler this is good for military uh nvis type communications emergency communications and so on it's a really kind of a nice antenna for for these type of operations it's made out of cpvc so it's designed to handle high temperature uv and all the other things that you could probably run into we use them a lot in afghanistan by the way just uh one of our that's one of our key sellers for that wow that, that is a neat product and 90 feet and you can get on 160 meters yes 160 meters all the way up to 10 meters six meters with an autocoupler wow what else have you got here well we've got our uh our dx80 which is uh it's a off center fed dipole it's specifically this is kind of this is a shortened version of the antenna that allows you to operate 80 meters 40 meters 20 meters 10 meters and six meters generally without a tuner in only 77 feet and this is our high power version which allows you to work full legal limit which is kind of a nice feature which is a very nice product for you know if you have limited space you want to set it up in your attic you don't really have a lot of room but you need to you, you want to be able to get out and work the bands cool um and i see you've you've got a saturn is that a poplar antenna well it is a 
what this is is it looks like a cage dipole type antenna. The Saturn antenna is a multi-band fan dipole that we've basically put all the wires into a cage. So you have each element for the specific band that you're working on in the cage itself. And so it becomes a multi-band basically almost another one of those plug and play or set it up and run a little bit of tuning here and there and then you're ready to go uh, you have an element per per uh, per band that you want to work which is which is kind of nice then we have other little things too which is kind of nice if you have a lot of common mode issues in your shack and so on we have a common mode uh, common mode choke which we, we basically wind and build. It's weatherproof. You can see that we've even got a little drip uh, where you, it's recessed so that literally if it's in a vertical position, water doesn't uh, accumulate inside the connector. And the way the top is set up is kind of a, a, a like a dome, so the water kind of rolls right off. So if you take care of things on the top, things are pretty much waterproof, which is kind of nice. And this is also made out of a CPVC material, and it's also filled with a transformer wax material. And this is going to help keep the RF out of your shack. Most definitely help. If you have common mode issues, such as when you talk on the radio and you hear yourself in your wife's speakers, this is a good product for it. One of our new products is our Patriot product line, which is a, it's a coil specifically designed. This one is what we call our P80, just like the airplane. Uh, the P80 will work from 80 meters through 10 meters. It depends on the type of whip antenna you use. Um, the idea being that you have the coil, you can buy it like uh, the MF, one of the MFJ 10-foot whip antennas, 102-inch whips. Uh, it specifically designs that you, will allow you to work 102-inch whip will give you 10 meters through, um, through 80 meters, which is kind of nice. And it's simple. Just screw the thing on there like, like that. And then to, to, for your tuning, it's pretty simple. You just slide the little, you know, the little ring or the clip ring up and down to get the, the to get the sweet spot on the band. Tune for maximum noise, and you're, you'll generally be there, which is wow. nice. It's portable, flexible, and fit in your backpack, and it's fairly lightweight. Well, that is neat. And this is made out of a CPVC machine uh, plastic as well, which is nice. Well, Emmett, we appreciate you talking with Thank us, you, and we George. look forward to seeing you again in uh, Huntsville and in Dayton. You bet. Thank you much. You have a good one, George. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, a lot of neat stuff there, Tommy. What did you think about that off-center fed? Yeah, I like that, man. You know, I have never owned a store-bought HF antenna. I've built every one of them that I've had. Hmm. And right now I'm using off-center fed, but I think mine's uh, 130-something feet. Yeah. Yeah, so that one, what did he say, 90 feet? Yeah, 70-something feet. Mine's actually draped over the limbs because I don't have quite enough... uh, uh, room that's uh i'm gonna have to look into that I, I hear a lot of good things about yeah. those antennas like i said earlier uh, especially if that cpvc is squirrel proof huh? yeah i have to put squirrel side on mine <laughs> it's uh kind of hard to find that stuff around here anymore yeah, i bet <laughs> you'll have to start using chain instead of that fishing line you're using yeah well the squirrels chew up everything they do well if you could guess that I only ran into one person over there. Who do you think it would be? Oh, it's got to be Ray, man. He is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where I go, there's one fellow I always seem to run into. Hi, Ray. Hey, George. And hello, everybody out there. So what brings you to Huntsville today, if, as if we didn't already know? Well, we're here celebrating Ham Day at Gigaparts and over here pushing the Icom product today, talking a little bit about Ham Nation and being on Amateur Logic TV as well. So... It's been real fun to see everybody here. 
Yeah, it is. And you got a nice uh, mobile rack over here. Is this something that Gigaparts built or, or something that y'all did for them? Actually, something that they built. Everything in the store here that's got the ICOM logo on, they put together. So we've got the ICOM corner and makes the other guys jealous, but it's good to have our own setup here. They built a nice pedestal for the 7410 that they're showing. And uh, to answer all those, does the USB port work for with HRD? We're running it here with HRD6 right here and decoding a lot of PSK31 going on. Cool. So I see you've got my rig up there on top. You know, I use that on the drive over, and boy, what a blast. I, I just don't think there's a better mobile rig out there than that 7,000. I know you got the new 7,100, but uh, I'm hanging on to that 7,000. Although all of you that are waiting for it, we're hoping that it comes pretty soon. Yeah, still still no date. What about the, the 51s? They're out now, aren't they? Uh, yes, the 51s shipping. Uh, we've had good success with it. They've been selling so fast that uh, we can't keep up with them. Uh, we got one another shipment coming in later this month, and it's just been selling very strong. How many days does it take you all to set up for Hamvention? That's quite a booth you've got there. Oh, man, with both booths, we fly in on Monday to go ahead and start pulling the booth itself. It stays at Dayton year-round. It's a custom booth just for that show. So we'll fly in on Monday because it takes us a full day from from the West Coast. Tuesday morning, we go get the the equipment that we need to haul the stuff around, start pre-staging it, making sure we got all the parts, that they're all working, they're clean, they're not damaged, they're marked properly from the previous year because when it's time to tear down, we're ready to get out of there. Wednesday, we start with laying down the carpet and configuring it. And uh, with how crazy last year was at Hamvention, we're replacing the carpet. There's no way we want to touch or, or deal with that stuff after what everybody was walking through last year. So we'll be laying down new carpet. And by Thursday, when it's all said and done, hopefully we're, we're out of there by 3 o'clock. We've got our dealer event that we're going to have this year at the Voice of America. Very nice thing. I know everybody's excited to go. And then Friday morning, we're ready to kick off. Uh, For those that are coming in on Thursday as well, we're doing CTU Live. So it's going to be streaming for those that cannot attend uh, the Contest University. Friday morning, there's D-Star Live with the Georgia D-Star guys. We'll have that streaming as well. And they're going to be covering what everybody's been asking on the the submissions of the surveys that we've been receiving for D-Star 101, the very basics. So we'll have more to go along with what we did with W5KUB. Uh, the show opens on Friday. And then Saturday, we've got a lot of presentations going on in our booth. Hope you'll be one of them in there. And we'll be streaming that live out of our booth as well. Ray, it's been fun. We've got uh, half a day left here, so let's go out here and talk to some hams. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're here, and it's, they were here early, and they're staying around, and it's, there's a whole new group now compared to earlier today. So I didn't get a chance to see the balloon launch. How did that go? I wasn't here either. Okay. You slept in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a safe trip back. All right, George. Thank you, and thanks, everybody, for your support you give us. Uh, it's what you guys give back to us keeps us doing what we're doing, so we greatly appreciate it. And what they're doing helps keep us doing what we're doing. <laughs> so you can do what you're doing watching. 
Yeah, it was good to see him, and we'll be seeing him what in a couple of months, huh? Yeah, yep, Dayton. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be a, another big year. I'm talking with Ed here, the sales manager at Giga Parts. Ed, it's nice to meet you. Thank you, George. It's good to meet you. It's nice that you could show up for Ham Radio Day here at Giga Parts. Yeah, it's been a big day here. You've had lots of people coming and going all day long. I'm really impressed by the store. There's more in here than I had expected. Well, thank you. We uh, we try to uh, provide a lot of accessories as well as the radios themselves, uh, antennas, tuners, you name it. We we pretty much carry it. If we don't have it in stock, we've got access to all the major manufacturers. And as you've been able to see today, we've got a lot of manufacturer reps here from the various companies as well. Yeah, we've talked to a number of them, and uh, it's I knew some of them already. So it's always great to see them and do a little visiting. Your stock is is good here. I mean, you've got most of everything you could want in here. Is the ham radio market in Huntsville really that big, or do y'all rely on the the mail order and Internet order as a big part of the business, too? Well, the answer to your question is yes, Um, both. Uh, The ham uh, network... Ham Radio Network here in Huntsville is huge. I think there are over 2,000 members in the Huntsville area. And uh, we do, we get a lot of people coming from Nashville, Birmingham, uh, even Atlanta uh, to come into the store. They just, you know, they're hams. They, they just like to see the latest and greatest. And we try to have the latest and greatest radios, technology as well. And uh, uh, we do do a lot of business over the internet as well as, uh, you know, via the toll-free phone line as well. Yeah, I uh, was interested here to see your computer parts and supplies as well, and you've got a good selection on that. So for the typical ham, he can come in here and get practically everything he needs because we're into computers as well. We also carry uh, uh, all the parts you need to build your own computer, Uh, motherboards, processors, cases, memory, hard drives, whatever you need. Uh, but we're also in the process now of developing some uh, mini computers. Um, I don't know if you saw the one down here by the uh, ICOM setup. Yeah, it's, it's called a shuttle, and uh, we're configuring one right now that we're going to build and stock uh, specifically for HAM application. Now, is that a Windows computer or a Linux? No, it is Windows. It's a Windows 8 uh, base, uh, and you can put a, up to an i7 processor in that. But yay big. Wow, that, that'd be a fast one then. It's all you, it's all you really need. Uh, it's everything you'd really need to, uh, to run, a, run a nice uh, uh, shack. Well, how did Gigaparts get started? How long have you been around? Gigaparts has been around since 1998. Uh, founded as a parts supplier to computer stores and uh, eventually uh, d- got into the retail aspect as well as the Internet and uh, uh, doing uh, business on the 800 line. Um, the owners uh, were students at UAH and uh, were young guys and full of enthusiasm for both hams or ham radio equipment as well as uh, computers. And uh, it, uh, over the last several years, has, uh, d- uh, has uh, grown to the business that we're in today where we're serving uh, the Cummings Research Park here in Huntsville, which is the second largest research park in the country. And um, we build a lot of custom computers for flight simulators, uh, video editing, high-end computing uh, needs. 
and uh, uh, we'll, we'll work with any of the different contractors. Uh, we've just sold uh, a server to NASA, and uh, we sent some parts down to uh, NASA Houston. So our customer base is very diverse, from individuals that come in to buy the parts to build their own computer to some very sophisticated users. So if NASA's buying stuff at GigaParts, and you, you probably should too, they're about to give away something else here at the... Uh uh, these drawings are every hour, every aren't hour they? The every hour on the hour, we've got a drawing, and then we've got uh, two specialty drawings for uh, different radios. Okay. Well, I appreciate you talking with us, Ed. Thank you. I'm really impressed with GigaParts, and now that I've done all my interviews, I'm going to look around the store and find what I need. Good. I hope you got your credit card. I do. <laughs> Thank you. That's pretty impressive, man. They're right there in the middle of uh, the, all that research stuff that's going on there. I know there's a lot of that in that area. Yeah, you know, Huntsville is such a nice, clean town, too. Yeah, it's high great. High tech, you know. It's it's in the south, but it is, you know, one of the higher tech communities, I guess, around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love Huntsville. Yeah, I, I like it, too. And I will definitely be going back over there to the Ham Fest this year. And it was nice to talk to Ed there and get a little bit of the backstory about Gigaparts. You know, we knew they had the computers, but uh, we didn't know that that's how they initially got started. Yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, and but the ham supplies is well, frankly, they've got more ham stuff than they do computer stuff, and they did have a nice selection of computer stuff. Yeah, and while I was there, Tommy, I ran into our old friend Richard, and I got a little sneak peek. Now it's just a little sneak because we haven't got all the details here of a new antenna that Cushcraft's about to release. Oh, cool! Richard gets around, man. Richard does get around, and, and he's walking this thing up. He's got the bottom of it hooked to a mount they've got there on the rear of the truck, and he's just walking it up by himself. Yeah, he's done that before. Uh, you can tell he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's another model of antenna similar to this one, but, but this is a new one right here. And we can't show you all of it just yet. I believe Dayton is when it's going to be released. Okay. So that'll be coming up pretty soon, but... Uh, just between you and me, a couple of amateur logics down the road here, we'll be having a, a lot more details on this antenna. You know, they had a drawing there every hour at Gigaparts. They were pulling people's names out of the hat, and they were winning USB drives and gift certificates and discounts and one thing or another. But everybody was waiting on that big one at the end of the day when they gave away that Yezu FT950. Yeah. Yeah, who won that? And uh, as many of you know, we're giving away a FT950 radio. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you are entered daily for our, uh, on our, for our sweepstakes on our website. Uh, that's the giveaway day. And the winner for the FT950 is Kenneth Falk, 80BT from Colorado Springs, Colorado. Awesome. Uh, so. He's not here. He's not here. <laughs> Can I come pick it up? <laughs> so guys, we appreciate everyone for entering. Um, please make sure to check back on our website, gigaparts.com. Starting next week, we'll have a new HF radio um, up on the website ready for giveaway. So make sure you check back with us next week and uh, start registering in for the next one. Thank you everybody for being here. Hope you have a wonderful day. Man, everybody in Colorado wins radios. It does seem that way, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, on our contest, uh, <laughs> guy in Colorado won the, won the uh, ICOM. Yeah. Well, you know, Gigaparts is giving away a radio every month. You just register. You can register every day 
So I would guess this guy must have done that. Yeah, just postmark it from uh, Colorado. Yeah, do you think that will help? It won't hurt. Yeah, it won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more thing I want to show here, Tommy. This is a Wolf River Coil. Uh, I got this from WolfRiverCoilsLLC.com. And we're going to play with it a little bit. I'm thinking about putting it on my uh, pickup out there. I don't have a HF rig in it right now. Oh, cool. It's a nice-looking little coil here. Well, it's not really little. It's big. And I believe this one is the Silver Bullet 1000, and it's rated for uh, 300 watts or less. But you know our uh, buddy Dan, who does the wiki, is running, what, 1,000 or 1,500 watts through one of these. Oh, yeah? And I, I think he uh, he's a beta tester for them and is uncovering uh, what kind of perils you can have when you overload an antenna about, oh, five times. Oh, wow. But, uh, you know, you just slide it up and down to, uh, to get it tuned in. And to fine-tune it, you just spin it around there. And it's got a little locking nut here on the back. I'm interested to see how this works. It's uh, designed to be used with a 102-inch CB whip, and that'll give you uh, 80 meters and up. Or you could use a shorter whip in it, but you might not get all of 80 meters if you oh, do wow. that. Just be careful going through the drive-through. Be careful going through the drive-through. I was thinking about <clears throat> mounting this up on the, um, you know, the, the side rails there on the truck, and by the time I put a spring on this. That 102-inch whip would be level with the top of my truck. I think that's a little high, so I've yeah. got to rethink that a little bit. Probably down on the bumper or something. But Yeah, bumper would work. Yeah. But but we'll play with this in the future and uh, and let you know more about it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I was looking at that before we started shooting. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'd be curious to see how that works out. Yeah, and that, that's solid <clears> under <throat> there, too. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, you know, so if it got hit or something, it's it's going to take, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's pretty substantial. Yeah. Well, Tommy, what do we want to tell everyone before we leave today? Yeah. We've got our yeah, usual reminders Yeah, you can uh, find us in all the right places. <laughs> <laughs> and a few of the wrong ones, <laughs> Yeah, too. a few of the wrong ones, too. Yeah, uh, don't forget, we've got the Facebook group. If you're not a member, uh, come join us. There's a lot of fun stuff going on there. It's pretty active. Uh, a lot of amateur logic stuff, general ham stuff, you know, a lot of other Tech yeah, related yeah, stuff. Raspberry Pi stuff, yeah, raspberry Pi. stuff. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. And uh, we're also on uh, Twitter at, yeah. at Amateur Logic and Facebook. Uh, we did Facebook. We're on mm -hmm. Google Plus. Yeah, we've got the Google Plus community. Yeah, yeah, Google Plus community. I've, uh, I haven't been too good about checking in on there. I've, well, it's just beginning to build. You know, we started it, what, a couple of months back mm -hmm. uh, or something like that. And uh, we're increasing in numbers now. And people are starting to post a little more regular on there nothing like the facebook group yeah and uh, i found out uh if you go check it out there's some really interesting pictures yes uh, there is <laughs> with us. like our faces have been turning up in a lot of places so yeah. go check it out and you'll see what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> and you can also watch us on roku just go to the roku channel store if you've got a roku box for your tv and i believe we're under science and technology and it's amateurlogic.tv and you can download us from itunes and don't forget the wiki. What's the address on that, Tony? AmateurLogic.tv slash wiki. Yeah, and our buddy Dan, N9LVS, keeps that wiki up for us, and he's doing a great job of it. You'll find show notes there, uh, links to things we talked about, as well as uh, some of the diagrams and uh, you know pictures of some items that yeah, uh, can't thank can't thank Dan enough for uh, for the hard work he does yeah. on that. Does a great job. Yeah, thanks, Dan, and our. Uh, 
our monthly net, you know, we only do one show a month typically. This month you got two, but uh, typically there's only one. So our uh, Echo Link net is on star, do drop in star, or node number 355800. And you can find that on the Monday following the release of that episode on the 15th. Yeah, we won't, we'll, we'll not have it after this show. Yeah, th- this is an <clears throat> extra show, so there won't be one after here. But on the 15th uh, in April is actually a Monday, so the net will be the next Monday. Don't have the calendar, right. so I uh, right. let's see, 15 plus 7, whatever that is. Yep, it's, uh, it's way on up there. 22nd? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so uh, Monday the 22nd, join us at 8.30 p.m. Central Daylight Time on the Do Drop-In Conference server. We'd, we'd be glad to talk with you there. Uh, David and Steve and the bunch there at Drew, Do Drop-In are a lot of friendly folks, and they've got something going on there every night. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, we we tried hosting the uh, the net ourselves, and we, yeah. it just we didn't have the bandwidth, even with pretty fast connections. They've got a great setup there, and there's always a lot of stuff going on on there. Great guys. So. It is every night. So I guess that's it for episode fifty two. We'll be back on uh, on or about April the fifteenth, and we'll have Peter back with us, and uh, probably have email with us as well. And we're looking forward to seeing all of you then. So until then. Yeah, we'll see you uh, right after you pay your taxes. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. And 73. Welcome to AmateurLogic.tv, episode 51. I'm George. And this is episode 52, and I'm Tommy. (laughs) Okay, there's our blooper. Glad we got that out of the way.